Hey guys, what's up? It's Tyler Kluver. This is the Snapped Podcast. So glad that you're joining me. On this podcast, we're going to talk about diet, exercise, mindset, training, sports, performance, and any of the things that we discuss, me or the guests that I bring on, is going to help you get better and help you get healthier in some way or another. We're glad you're here. Sit back, relax. Let's have it. Thing on, I think it's on. All right, well, we're doing a podcast, baby. Might be a real short one today. I I could have gone real deep with this with this topic, and again, like it says in the intro, I want to bring topics that help you improve your health, <clears throat> help you improve your health, or maybe even just open up a mindset or an idea or a philosophy. Maybe just present one of those to you that makes you think a little bit differently and potentially changes the way you go about your day. Today, I am going to talk a little bit about use it or lose it theory. Uh, And basically, the idea that in a lot of areas of life and health, because there are multiple different areas uh, that this applies to if you are not active and consistent in putting yourself through physical activity or emotional activity or uh, uh, intellectual activity uh, even sexual activity these all these things can really start to fall off And your ability to do them competently or do them at all will eventually go away. And this presents itself in so many different little situations and ways across the broad spectrum of young people, old people. I want to talk about mostly adults, and I'll I'll get at the root of this. Uh, We're not going to really go too long on this, but the idea for this podcast, this topic was really based on this thing, this concept that I've been thinking about. Obviously, the thing that I like to do the most is program, come up with programs for people to do, whether that be four weeks of exercise or a three-month program or a monthly program that switches up. I do a bunch of different stuff for a bunch of different people, and the one I've been thinking about the most lately Slightly inspired by somebody I follow on Instagram. Uh, That account is called Strong by Science. No capitals, no spaces. Strong by Science. Uh, And one of the things that he talks about, he's actually an Iowa guy. One of the things that he talks about often is for those people that are working out and training as adults, why do you stop training the athletic movements? Why, you know, why as we get into really our mid twenties, late twenties into our thirties and beyond. Why does, why, you know, this concept of, do you have to all of a sudden become a non-athlete, right? Plenty of people play golf, play tennis, you know, they do swimming, 
And that's great. All that stuff is great. And you're going to be competent at that one thing that you continue to do. But for a lot of the general exercise stuff, people start to ignore the movements that would be considered athletic. And that runs into issues. Uh, that runs you into some issues. And we'll get there in a second. Uh, similar, similarly, the mind works the same way, right? And a lot of the people that are at risk of Alzheimer's or uh, diseases like that as you age, you know, even heart disease, cancer, diabetes, all of that stuff is based on the simple, uh, the simple principle of use it or lose it, right? If you're not using your brain uh, or your body to do tasks of daily life and eventually, you know, as we're young, we're kids, we're running around all the time, we're hardly ever sitting down all the way to the other end of the spectrum where, you know, in worst case scenario, you're old and your knees hurt, again, use it or lose it, and you don't have a lot to do and you're you know, say you're in a nursing home and all you do is sit all day long. Well, your body starts to realize that your brain, the neurons, the muscle fibers, the bones, all every part of your body starts to realize that you're not doing something. And so you don't really need it anymore. Like we're not going to put effort into maintaining this structure of the body or this process of the body if we're not using it. So it starts to deteriorate. It starts to degrade in the brain. And that's when you run into disease and cancer and stuff like that. And that's on a very serious level. On a less serious level, I am more focused on something like, hey, let's try and prevent. And this really gets, this is even on the far end of what I care about, but hey, for someone who's in their 50s, 60s, 70s, and is still still able to be active, let's prevent falling. The biggest, I think, I, I don't have a stat on this, but I think one of the biggest, uh, and it's it's affected my uh, my grandma and my wife's grandma multiple times. The biggest risk um, or the biggest injury that happens with elderly is people fall because they, their balance isn't what it used to be. They don't use their balance. They don't, they don't do anything during their daily life as they get older that requires them to work on their balance. So eventually they lose it. And then every once in a while you run into that weird situation, you hit a patch of ice, you step off of a, of a stair the wrong way or whatever, and you lose your balance and you fall. And because you haven't been using your balance, you probably also haven't been you know, exercising the way you should be or the, doing the right exercises that you should be. And so your bones and your muscles and your, your body is a little more frail and you end up breaking a bone, breaking a hip. And it's this really, really steep downward exponential uh, path to becoming inactive and immobile and just broken throughout the rest of your life. And so on, an, on, on, a, on a level like that where you're 50, 60, 70 years old, it's very simple. But what I've been thinking about doing is even for just like people who used to be able to dunk, 
right? You used to be able to dunk a basketball on a 10 foot rim. Now you can barely touch the rim or whatever you've lost. It's this idea of, are you in shape? Or are you out of shape? That's really the same thing, right? Or like people who like to golf, you know, it's the winter the snow starts to, to melt. The, the course starts to open up. You go out for your first round and you're like, Oh, I'm a little rusty. I'm a little rusty. Why is that? Well, because you haven't been golfing. All of the muscle fibers and the muscle memory and the neurons in your brain that tell your arms to swing at this speed and this position, they haven't been used in that way for three or four months, five months, right? And so you're rusty. You're not as good. That is essentially the most simple example of the principle. And golf isn't necessarily um, a necessity to be healthy, right? But there are some things that we should probably keep up with that we don't as, as adults. One of them is balance. I think one that I'm specifically going to focus on that is applicable all the way from for basically anybody is just general health of the ankle and the knee. Uh, and there's a lot of different movements and exercises you can do. Um, the ability to uh, retain elasticity in your patellar tendon, your Achilles tendon. Those are very, very important for not only balance and proprioception of those joints, but just in general, you want to be able to run around and play with your kids when you're 40, your grandkids when you're 50, 60 years old, right? And if you don't take care of those things, those are, those are going to go away. Um, and so I'm, I'm currently in the process of creating a whole program that breaks the body down into five or six different areas and has progressive movements that someone who's super sedentary and very limited in what they can do physically could do to start trying to just do And they, they all come in their own little bubble, right? You could do one movement a day if you wanted to, it doesn't have to be paired with other things. You could spend three minutes doing this one ankle mobility thing a day, and it would be beneficial to your overall health all the way up to you could spend 30 minutes a day focusing on this, what I call prehab instead of rehab, like you're trying to come back from an injury. It's prehab in the sense that you're doing all of this before you get hurt or before you lose the ability to do something. And uh, I'm pretty excited about it because it's something that I need to start implementing into my training uh, not so much because I'm going to lose a bunch of it right now because I do train a lot of different areas of the body, a lot of different um, training styles, but more so injury prevention. Because if I go to train some of this stuff at a high intensity without warming up or without really uh, making sure that I'm loose, a lot of those things can get injured. And so it, it runs the whole spectrum of elite athlete to someone who's just trying to retain the ability to walk. You know, they don't want to go into the wheelchair or, or um, have to use the walker. And I think the overall concept, the reason why I chose to do this for a podcast today is like every single person out there, you need to be thinking about this. And I get it. It's not something that like everyone wakes up and just think, oh, what, you know, what should I be doing today to keep me healthy? What, what, what? movements what stretches i mean this goes all the way to stretching mobility stretching but it's something you have to think about and the easiest way to think about it is to just add it into your exercise routine 
but most people don't. Most people don't even exercise. In fact, I read a stat right before this podcast that uh, anywhere from 15 to 25% of adults in the U.S. are completely sedentary. So up to one in six, somewhere between one in six and one in four adults are completely sedentary. They don't do any physical activity. Their daily life doesn't even present them with random physical activity. They're completely inactive. So 25%. And then another 35 to 40% on top of that don't meet the bare minimum require, not requirement, but um, recommendation by, I don't know, whoever makes that recommendation, the CDC or um, not the CDC, but the NHA, I don't know, National Health Association, whoever makes that, the government, the bare minimum of just 30 minutes of physical activity five times a week, two out of every three people in the U.S. aren't meeting that requirement. And so again, back to use or lose it. Well, if your knees start to hurt and your shoulders start to hurt and your muscles start to hurt and everything starts to hurt as you get older, it's probably because you aren't using them. And so then when you do go to use them for random activity, they're like, oh, we have to work again, right? Heart health, if you don't use your heart in a, car, in, a, in a way that taxes your cardio, your heart's going to decline. If you don't use your muscles, I mean, it, it, it all goes downhill really fast. And so today is just a po- quick podcast to say, hey, maybe take stock of where you could be better, something that you don't do well. Maybe you sit around all day and you could just simply stand more and walk around for two to three minutes every hour, right? That's something that I implement. And just try and be 1% better. You don't have to start with a full gambit of 45 minutes a day of stretches, exercises, plyometrics. It's not that serious. But if you're not doing anything, it can become serious. And the, the more days that you stack on top of Oh, I didn't do anything today and I didn't do anything tomorrow. Now I haven't done anything for a month. Now it's been six months. Now it's a year. The worse and worse it gets and the further and further away you get from it being easy to relearn, right? Just your Tyler Kluver fitness health thought of the day. I'm here to make you ask yourself questions. and. And hopefully that yields positive response in behavior from some of you. It will for me. I know. It's just good to be mindful about stuff like this. I'll be back again next week with another topic. Thank you guys for listening to this. Peace.